pray with me. Come, Holy Spirit, kindle in us the fire of your love. Rain down upon our dry and dusty, thirsty lives. Move among us, open us up, that we might hear you, that we might receive you, that we might know how you are speaking to us today, both in our individual lives and as a collective community. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. It's a new year, 2023. It's time, maybe, for a fresh start, or at least maybe we've been looking for or hoping for a fresh start. I don't know about you, but the last few years seem to just be a weird jumble of the pandemic and economic worries and just trying to muddle through and survive. 2020 rolled into 2021 and right into 2022, and it's all been a lot. And maybe it's just me, but it seems kind of odd that as a collective society, we haven't really grappled, I don't think, with what all we've experienced. But we want a fresh start, don't we? We want to turn the page and feel hopeful and, dare I say, excited about the new year, about how things might go. Often in life, we want these fresh starts. Sometimes we choose them. This is, of course, the time of year when some people, those hopeful, positive, optimistic people, make good old New Year's resolutions. Sometimes in life, those fresh starts are chosen by us. And sometimes we get a fresh start and we didn't want it. We lost a job, a marriage fell apart, someone we loved died. Something had to change totally and we had no control over it. Sometimes we have that control and sometimes we don't, but either way, change, unfortunately, is the one thing that's constant in this life. And my, how many of us really don't like change. I had to, and this is a very little example, but when we had to cancel Christmas Eve, or not, you know, the whole holiday, but cancel our Christmas Eve services, I was a little discombobulated for, I hate to admit it, several days Uh, because I had it in my mind that this is how it was going to go. And I had worked a while. You don't need to know. But anyway, I'm not saying this so you feel sorry for me, but telling you sometimes things happen and we just have to accept it and move on. For me, that was, again, a little example of this isn't happening and I have to accept it. And I have to find a way to live with it and adjust it. Those little attitudes in our heart constantly are in need of a fresh start. Fresh starts, whether they are chosen by us or happen to us, offer a chance to start again, to start anew. And often, 
These fresh starts are difficult, especially if we didn't choose them. Even if we did choose the fresh start, I know that the success rate of many of our New Year's resolutions, not great. It's just hard to do new things, to get out of the habits that we've been in. Have you ever had to let go of something you didn't want to let go of in order to get to the new thing? Maybe it was a job or a dream, a relationship, a plan for your life. I think about all the ways that our church has changed because of the pandemic, many of which have been wonderful changes, but some of which have been hard, beloved programs, beloved groups, different ways of being together that just lost their steam, or traditions that were linked to wonderful people in the congregation who have gone on to be with God, like the Passover Seder, which was a big part of Sue Moderman and her ministry. Sometimes we have to let go and we don't want to, even though on the other side of letting go is the fresh start and the new thing that we so desperately crave. On the other side is hope and newness. It's hard to let go. It's hard to find that fresh start. We hear in Mark today, not so much a story about a total fresh start, but in a way, it is a story about letting go and finding the new. Jesus is telling his disciples about what it means to be the Messiah. And if you caught it, it's hard news. This is, I think, the first time that Jesus is telling them in Mark that he will be killed. And if you think about it, about the God that we all kind of secretly want on our side, it's not really a suffering, dying God. And those instincts, that, that desire for a strong and powerful God, that's what they had there at that time. They thought the Messiah would be a new king who would set all things right make Israel strong again. And so Jesus is telling them that's not what's going to happen, that instead he will die at the hands of the powerful. And so we hear Peter scolding Jesus. Can you imagine scolding Jesus? You know, Jesus can take it, but just think the audacity to say, no, you're wrong. Uh, if you were to translate that word of the rebuke or the scold, it's kind of close to what we would say is shut up. Like, that's kind of what he's saying. And that's, you know, it's rude in, for us and for them. Um, but there is that intensity that Peter's bringing to Jesus. He really isn't happy with what Jesus is saying. And then Jesus goes on to say... If you follow me, you must take up your cross and follow. You must suffer and die. You must lose your life to gain it. 
Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the German pastor, theologian, writer, who was ultimately killed by the Nazis for what he believed, said, when Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die. Wow. In that description that Jesus says about following him, that we must let go, that we must lose our lives, is that really the news that any of us wants to hear? Who wants to say, yes, please, I will give up what you want me to give up in order to find life with you. I will suffer for following you. I think that's a hard ask for a lot of us. Who voluntarily signs up for that kind of discomfort, that kind of suffering? Whew. I don't know that I am up for it even some days. So how is it that we find the courage to follow Christ? And why? Why would we go down that hard path? Why would we let go of the things that we need to let go of? Well, Jesus not here necessarily, but, well, he does say those who lose their lives will find them. On the other side of the pain, on the other side of the discomfort, on the other side of the difficulty of following Jesus, there is life, more life than we could have by ourselves. All the things we think we need in life are not what fulfills us. Jesus doesn't care about your New Year's resolution to read more books. Jesus doesn't care about your weight loss plan. Although, yes, Jesus does want you to be healthy and to read and all of that. But all these things that we think will somehow get us to the vision of perfection that we think we need to strive for, Jesus says that's not it. The thing, the thing that will fill us, that will make us whole, is following Christ, is letting go of whatever we need to let go of to find life for ourselves and ultimately for the world. Fresh starts are wonderful, and God offers us a fresh start every single morning and every single day, but we have to know that the road is not easy. But we also have to know that it's worth it, that the hard road is worth it. And knowing both those things helps us, I think, to find where it is that we are resistant to following Jesus. We sometimes bang our heads against brick walls, figuratively, of course, again and again, trying to change the things in our lives that we wish would change, when maybe we just need to let go and let God, as the saying goes. God has not promised us a life free of suffering or an easy life. Being a follower of Jesus is certainly not a get-rich 
quick scheme. Unfortunately, wouldn't that be great? But what God promises us is a life of adventure and love and fulfillment. So how might you invite a fresh start in your life by letting go and moving forward towards God? How will you be open in this new year to the path of discipleship that you are called to? God is doing a new thing in you and among us, and yes, it is hard sometimes. It requires things of us. We have to take up our cross. We are called to deny ourselves for the sake of the world. But how might we follow Jesus in 2023? And what goodness might we find? God calls us there. Let us go and follow. Amen. Welcome, everyone, to the First Presbyterian Church podcast. We are First Presbyterian in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and we are glad that you are here listening with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, We hope that your day will be blessed, and may the peace of Christ be with you.